Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence in your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to the Her Influence podcast. My name is Caitlin Say, and I'm joining you today from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Today on the episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of character, competence, and calling, and how these three pillars are absolutely essential for us to live our most powerful lives. Today, joining us on the podcast is Cheryl Nemhard. Now, she is a force in the world of arts and media, and she has been a long-standing advocate against social injustice in the city of Toronto for years. Through her work, Cheryl continues to define the title arts advocate and uses her in- incredible talent in theater and film, taking on some of the toughest societal topics. Cheryl's work is being recognized on all kinds of platforms. In fact, she was honored with the Award of Excellence in Humanitarian Work in Toronto, as well as the Pioneer Award for 2016. And this was recognizing her work with youth and the arts. She's making waves for the next generation to live with power. Cheryl's currently a co-host on the TV show See, Hear, Love. It's a national women's talk show happening on Yes TV. She's obviously making impact in a lot of different spheres right now. And we're going to hear a little bit from her. She's had an incredible story of transformation in her own life. And she has allowed God to use her experiences so that she can touch countless lives as he moves her in creative places and spaces. So we're excited to hear from Cheryl today. There's exciting things coming on the rest of this podcast. So thanks for listening in with us. There are good things to come. Cheryl, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? We're talking about character, competence, and calling. And I know that you stand strong in all three of these. Um, Maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you're up to right now. Speaking of living out calling, I know that you're doing this well. Yeah, well, currently, um, you know, I've been really blessed to... um, to just be used by God to speak. I've been doing a lot of speaking and um, traveling with that and just watching what God is doing in that area and seeing that sort of ministry aspect of my life rising. And and, and it's very humbling to speak into the lives of, of, of women and youth. Uh, that's kind of my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just feel like divine timing and serendipity is everything. And you, in, in that right moment, in that right place, you just have no idea who's in the room and and uh, how it's going to impact. Um, and so outside of speaking, I do a lot of uh, advocating for youth. Currently, mm-hmm. I, um, I work with a lot of at-risk girls. 
uh, through my own not-for-profit company called EMG Education. Um, we do a lot of stuff in schools. Uh, I'm now like knee-deep preparing for our camps. We run camps in the summer um, for kids between 5 to 12. Uh, during the school year, it's high school students only, and uh, we do a lot of work in in uh, tough areas, emotional areas that you know teenagers are going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I work with Brave Canada. Gotta give them a shout out, and uh, <clears throat> they really focus on at risk girls uh, here locally in Canada. It's a new movement over here. It's one that's been established globally, but one that's just sort of launching in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, which is really cool, I became an ambassador for Power of Her, uh, which is a World Vision initiative uh, to really work with marginalized women and girls globally. Um, so that's a, a bit of a bigger. A wider vision, but all still the same women and 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 young people. Hmm. So that's been my, that's been what I've been up to. That's amazing, Cheryl. There's no doubt there's a need for that. I'm a high school teacher, so I see some of this happening firsthand. And uh, our young people, our next generation, they so need your voice. I love that you started out telling us a little bit about this speaking ministry that God's just emerging in your life and um, really just unleashing your voice. But the thing is, we don't want to speak uh, just to speak, right? But that, but when we know that God's given us something to say, um, what would you say is your big message when you're speaking to you? and to women and and these opportunities that you're getting, what is your message for the world right now? Uh, there are three there are three pillars that I really feel my ministry is based on. Uh, one is freedom. Uh, and it, it really a huge freedom ministry to be to really be uh, set free from the chains that have held us bound. And and there's so many things that the enemy is using in this season, in this time, particularly with young people, but also with all of us. But um, depression, um, identity, um, fear. Um, I would say I would say there's this there's this devaluing of self too. Um, girls are sort of not really valuing themselves, giving themselves away. And guys are um, having this really, really tainted view of women that needs to, I I feel like media has really played a role in all of this, Mm -hmm. but just really speaking to freedom and identity and purpose. Uh, I'm really big on finding that thing that God has called you to do and soaring in that. And I feel like you can't get there until you are first set free from some things mm. and really able to stand finally out from under the attacks of, of life and the enemy. Mm-hmm. And then you got to get a sense of identity. Who am I in God? Yeah. What does the word of God say about me versus what everybody else, you know, B to Z has said about me. I only want the A voice, the alpha voice in my life. And, uh, and then you can soar into purpose. Right on. Those three things I'd say. Wow. You are the real deal because when you take a message like that, um, you know, it's one thing to just say it. It's one thing to say something that's scripted. Like it's a good message. It's good words. This comes out of the very core of who you are. And so for our discussion today is we're talking about competence and character and calling and the way that those three things fit together. Yeah. Um, and, and you're talking about, you know, inspiring people to live their purpose. You are so authentically doing this um, you. in your own life. You've really found that sweet spot, that grace place of living out your purpose. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you are needing to pursue both 
you're growing in your character, but also in your competence in order to be walking out your purpose? Um, first of all, Kate, and I, I love you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, hey, I'm right back at you. I, I live for deep, brilliant questions. And I just, I just love that one. <laughs> um, I, I, cause you, I actually went, Hmm. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. um, yes. How am I working out both in my life daily, uh, with much grace, a, mm-hmm. um, B with, uh, 100% absolute truth, which is painful. Mm-hmm. Um, in order for me to develop in, let's focus on the competence on the competency yeah. first. Yeah. In order for me to develop and grow, I have to be 100% honest with myself. Mm -hmm. I have to be open to the criticisms of myself and others around me that love me. I have to be willing to be in a constant state of development and improvement. Um, I have not arrived. Mm -hmm. Right? I am not it. And so um, I'm not all that. And so there has to be a place where I... I'm willing to continue to grow. The other thing with me, though, which I always thought was a flaw, I'll be you know, very transparent, I don't share this a lot, is I, I can't quite understand where my drive comes from. People ask me all the time. Hmm. Like I literally eat, sleep, and breathe purpose. I don't quit. And if I'm not on two or three things, I'm on four. And hmm. I don't know why. I, I really would love to say, oh, it's because of this and that. I really feel because my life was so messed up, so broken, so wasted for years. And even in my 20s, trying to piece back my life still wasn't soaring. I was literally just sort of like (laughs) taking the cast off. I just, the minute minute it clicked for me, the minute purpose clicked for me, I didn't want to waste another minute. So I just have been like pushing. And so that sense of drive, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm never quite settled where I'm at. Uh, No matter what sort of milestones emotionally or mentally, um, or even just sort of in the natural that I've achieved, it's, it's just not, it's, it's, it's never enough. And, and not in a really like you need help way, but just like God, is there more? Can I do it better next time? Uh, Is there a way I can improve this? Can we make this something like it's just always that sort of thinking? Yeah. yeah. And that's powerful. I, I really love, I think that's so true and reflective of who you are. You are such a true visionary. And um, you kind of talked about growth being just a high value for you and, and in your development. And um, I think that's so key to the competence piece that we actually do need to be disciplined to develop our God given gifts. It doesn't just happen, um, it doesn't just unfold that there's this intention behind your decision to grow in your competence. But you actually started out talking about grace. And I think that that's another beautiful thing that you emulate in your life is that you can grow, you can, you know, keep striving um, to build all that you can be, but it can be covered in grace. And you kind of said, it's never enough, but I do sense, you know, in your life and in your heart that, that you know that you are enough. Um, So talk about that. Talk about living with that identity of I am enough, but it is never enough for God. Yeah, you know that 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 amazing sort of thirst is it's God centered, God focused. Mm-hmm. When it comes to work, doing God's business, I just want to do it all, and I just want to be used to the fullness of my capacity, like to the end of it. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, 
there is an emotional intelligence that, that I have developed that I know hmm. uh, two things. Let's talk about what you said first. I know that I'm enough, which means I am not, um, I'm allergic to people's opinions. Hmm deeply allergic. And I, I've just decided that what you think about me and what you say about me actually doesn't matter. Hmm. Not only do I not pause to give it, no, exactly, not, not only do I stop to give it pause, uh, I just duck and keep it moving. And, and I just, I don't have time for the fact that you don't like me. And, and, I, and I say this in love, uh, and this is kind of, we can talk about this, I know we'll talk about my story a little bit, but from where I've come from, Caitlin, uh, and I've really shared what I have felt comfortable sharing in this world. There are things that I still have not shared about my my story. So for me to go through what I went through and to come out of it, A, alive, mm-hmm. be in my right mind and mm-hmm. see now serving God, mm-hmm. I am not going to break and I'm not going to stop moving in my purpose because you don't like me, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. So, so in order to move forward and to have a sense of self, you have to be confident in who God has called you to be, in the abilities he's given you, and you have to be settled in the love that he has for you, that identity, mm-hmm. that child of God stuff. And then you soar in that because uh, people's opinions will constantly tether you to the ground. And um, outside circumstances are always changing. So I think you've got to stay in that constant place and that's in God. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I have uh, a, an awareness of is when I need to, when I've had enough. So I know when I am enough <laughs> and then I know when I've had enough. Yeah. So I learned that a long time ago, painfully. I did go through a major burnout and now um, the thirst is still there, but there's there's some 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 wisdom. I guess age is bringing that. Hmm. In, that um, I say, okay, you know what? This is an awesome idea. Yeah. Got some stuff on the books right now. I really want to do this. So let's start this way, so that I can, you know, like you just have to modify. Yeah. Um, so I encourage people that are growing and developing um, that there is there's nothing wrong with the word no. Um, you know, no will free you up of a lot of things. Um, really pray about the decisions you're going to make before you make them. Mm -hmm. Not every, every good opportunity is not always a God opportunity Mm -hmm. and you need to discern the difference Mm -hmm. because there's a lot as, especially as you are, um, as God moves you a little bit to the forefront and a little bit more light comes on you, more opportunities will come your way, but they, they're not always for you. Right. Yeah. And you're so right. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we're learning that the hard way and that's the, that's the, the dance of uh, this desire that you're talking about, this growth to be better, this um, striving forward, but then uh, letting God be God and, and resting when it's time to rest and, um, and, and moving in, in rhythms with him. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. I love when you, as soon as you start talking about God and identity, there's just this fire that rises up in you. Hey, <laughs> Because it's like, you know, this in the depths of the depths of the core of your bones, I think actually like a lot of people, um, 
wish they knew it like that, you know, at the core of who you are, but it has not come for free, right? Um, you have walked quite a journey with Jesus. And I love in the scripture where it says, it's by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that we overcome the enemy. And uh, I would love if, yeah, you would just share a little bit about your story and um, really this amazing transformation that the gospel has brought about in your life. Yeah. And you know, I, I, as I, as I kind of share a, a bit of it, can I just encourage whoever's listening? The reason I, 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 I can't even help it. There is this um, wave of like, I just feel God's presence. I feel, you know, the old church and, and my Pentecostal church would say the anointing. Mm-hmm. I feel that thing every time I talk about identity because I know I'm just, a, I'm a, I feel like this is why I love you, Caitlin. We're warriors at heart, princess yeah. warriors. Um, <laughs> and I am so angry. There's a righteous indignation about the how the enemy has used this to hold back God's people, to um, rob them of so many things. He can he he causes us to lose our identity, to not know it. He counts on us. He counts on us not knowing who we are in God. And so he does everything in his power to bring distraction and bring um, all kinds of uh, assaults that would attack us to make us think I'm not worthy. I'm not this, mm-hmm. all the knots. I'm not beautiful. I'm not, I'm not. And then you live in this place of, of um, being outside of your actual God given identity. And, mm-hmm. and that's where your power lies is, is stepping into who God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I can say this with a lot of passion because if I looked at my life and the events of my life, and went with it, Caitlin, I would, I can't, I can't, I'd love to say cliche that I would be in jail or on the streets or dead. I, I it would be one of those three and I don't know which one. Hmm. It was really not good. It was not good. Um, my life had started off uh, with a lot of pain and a lot of suffering when I had no strength to fight back, stand up, speak up. Hmm. Uh, it started at five for me. Um, and, and so I, I was just, I was sexually abused from the age of five to 12. Hmm. Um, but it was at the hands of, of church folk (laughs) Uh, and, and more importantly, my Sunday school teacher, um, one, one of, and, um, that was a really messed up time for me. Um, uh, just being vulnerable to this, um, horrible, uh, know this agenda of like stripping away and crushing my spirit and bringing fear in in ways that I I still had to work through in my 20s mm-hmm. um the physical abuse that like I like I still carry a particular physical condition because of some of that uh what took place in my life it's just it's it was a mess so it set me on a path um and and I say this all the time, wherever I go, but I feel like it's always worth sharing. I feel that hurt uh, left unchecked, unresolved, unworked through, unprayed through um, can evolve to anger. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like anger also left to its own devices result, can evolve into this bitterness, this root of bitterness mm-hmm. uh, that just invades your life and becomes poison. So I became a very bitter, hateful, vengeful teen, um, Mm -hmm. in government housing. It's not a good combo. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
ended up joining a gang and uh, for three years just did a lot of foolish things. Um, never ever broke crimes, but was definitely helping others to do so. Um, and I thought that I had found a family because uh, that's what gangs feel like for those that are fatherless and don't, don't have uh, family members. And um, it's just me and my mom, by the way, no sisters, no brothers. I have reconciled with my father in my adult life. And I do have three half sisters that I've come to know and love, hmm. but growing up, it was just me. And so, uh, it felt like family, um, definitely thought I was finding a sense of purpose and identity there. I was wrong because there is the only source that can give you true, true identity is God. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not God, it's the devil and there is no comfort, no safety, no security in him whatsoever. Hmm. So um, that gang turned on me when I was 16. A couple of members of the gang turned on me when I was 16. And long story short, I suffered a sexual assault. And that threw me over the deep end. Uh, I, I literally lost it, um, snapped. Um, my mom found me, took me to the hospital. Um, they performed a DNC and I stayed there and uh, Unfortunately, my mom and I did not have a great relationship, to say the least. It was very, very toxic. Mm. Uh, she was angry with me for the situation she had found herself in as a single mom, uh, sort of redirecting. And I was angry with her because I felt unprotected. Un uh, you know, no one was advocating for me. And so we had a lot of unresolved issues. Um, so, you know, around that time of 16, instead of being there as the source of like comfort and encouragement, my mom became sort of judge and jury and, um, you know, made, said it was my fault. I brought this on. I did this. I did that. I am this. I am that. Uh, the end result of that, because uh, I always say when I talk to women who have been assaulted is what is worse than being sexually assaulted or being raped? It's not being believed. Hmm. And that. Yeah. That is like it's like a, it's like a, a murder all over again. It just it just it's it just rips you inside. So, um, and I always liken the reason I say that I liken rape to to emotional murder. I feel like it, it killed who I was inside. Mm -hmm. I died. I died that day. Mm -hmm. uh, there, I was just a shell. Um, so it, your spirit, your emotions, your joy, your dreams, everything gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so for three years, uh, from sixteen to nineteen, I was on and off the street. Hmm. Um, just partying, uh, didn't care about myself, self-destructive. You just get to a place where you don't feel anything and you don't care what happens to you anymore. I made a lot of wrong decisions, um, that I regret to this day, but I know that God has forgiven me and, um, you know, and I know that there's women out there that have made the wrong decisions of abortion like I did. Um, I want you to know that that there is grace, hmm. grace, yeah, grace, and there is redemption, and there is restoration, and there is reconciliation for you. Do not live in that prison of guilt. It is not yours anymore to carry. Let God yeah. take it. That's good. Take it, and uh, and He wants to do something with you. When I gave my heart to God, it was uh, a Sunday night. After six months of being spoken to, witnessed to, uh, evangelized, however you want to phrase it. And uh, I went to their Sunday evening service. Thank goodness they had an evening service. I know a lot of churches don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this one opened its doors. This one didn't, child. I don't know how that story would have worked out, but I finally, <laughs> finally said yes. 
Hmm. on that church bus wow to church that day and and never been the same never been the same had had no intention of giving my life to god just went to get this guy off my back a and b i've always loved music always loved music was heavily involved in music uh, all the way through singing that was my my escape my my hideaway and uh didn't and I know you still do that. You're still involved in music and leading at your local church, aren't you? Yeah, worship worship heals me in so many ways. Wow. Um, but yeah, but when I got there, um, you're getting the full story, my goodness, Caitlin. Because I love that. It's good. We share all. <laughs> real voices here, Cheryl. Yeah, real voices. Uh, I'll just wrap it up. When I got there, um, I just expected to have a simple service, but the preacher uh, was speaking and literally stopped in the middle of a sermon. <laughs> literally stopped and just got like this divine download. Thank the Lord for those um, preachers that flow prophetically Mm, yeah, that are willing to allow that gift to flourish. Mm -hmm. And he said, there's someone in this place today and I need everyone to start praying. There was a few guests, a lot of young people and stuff went in the night and he was like, I don't know who you are, but I just see that you've lived this life of, and literally literally went through the grocery list of my life, like called, called everything I had been through. I was in shock. Um, gave my heart to God, never looked back. Amazing. And, and neither has this nation, I feel like since that day, because you're just tearing across, you're just tearing across the country. And, um, I so appreciate your willingness and vulnerability to share your story. There were so many elements as you were speaking. I thought, yeah, we need freedom there. We need freedom in that place. We need freedom in that place. And, and just that um, putting to death the shame that can be associated with, with some of these things. You're, you're talking about difficult topics here of, uh, you know, the, the sexual assault and, um, and, and the abortion and, and some of these issues. And we, we need to be able to speak about these things in the church with our sisters openly and honestly and bring Jesus into the center of the conversation and find freedom there. Thank you so much. Um, I also so appreciate, you know, we talked at the beginning about growing your um, competence as a leader, as a speaker, as a communicator, and how important all of that is. Um, But really woven throughout your story is also um, this incredible development of character that you have been surrendering yourself to all through the process of, of growing in God, because although, you know, you invited God into your heart that night, um, it has been quite a journey. It sounds like learning to let go of the bitterness and the resentment and the anger and submitting your very character to the Holy spirit to let him refine. And I just think Cheryl, that that makes your message so much more powerful for these youth, these girls, I'm thinking of these girls that are hearing your voice and your story. Um, and they're not hearing it from a bitter woman or an angry woman, or you're not out to get anyone. This is a, this is a freedom call. And so thank you for the hard work you've done in your life in the areas of competence so that you carry this message with power and with grace and, and just so well, but also with character so that when you walk in the room, it's actually the life of Christ that is flowing through you because you've, you've really given yourself over to let him uh, develop that character. I am so thankful. I feel hopeful for our next generation because mm-hmm. you're one of the voices out there um, influencing in our nation and, and standing up for the voiceless, helping those um, 
young women find their voice. Cheryl, as we prepare to sign off here, um, here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, we we want to be um, spreading, you know, freedom to our listeners too. And yeah. just, um, we started off talking about grace and, and we'll maybe wrap it up talking about grace. What permission slip would you hand to our listeners today when it comes to calling? What would you say, you know, here, have permission to do this or, or to live in this way um, because you're going to find freedom there? Um, <clears throat> there are two things I want to say to your listeners. One is um, before you get in that room, this is one of those, hey, before you get in that room, I want to tell you something. And the other one is the permission slip once you get through those doors. So the first one is um, the Bible says that, that the gifts that the gifts that God has given you, the gifts that he has blessed you with, will make room for you and place you in the courts of great men. So we know that what is on you, God will shine a light on it. You don't need to network it away, uh, network it into existence. Mm-hmm. You don't need to finagle your way um, social media your way. If it's on you, it is on you and it is undeniable. Mm -hmm. Let God be your manager. Let God be your agent. Let God be your PR person. Let him do it. Let him do it. If it's on you, you can't conjure up uh, the calling. You are called or you're not, you're either gifted or you're not. And the gift of God will make room for you, but your character will keep you in that room. That's good. And so I don't care how gifted you are and how brilliant you are when you open your mouth and gold falls out. If you are not (laughs) solid in your character, I want nothing. We don't buy it. We're not buying it. And so I just want to let people know that because there's this new way of thinking that I cannot, I don't have to work on myself. I can just be brilliant. Those, that's not a math equation that works. Right. It doesn't work. It never will. Right. Two, once you get through that door and you understand that your character is going to keep you there and you're willing to do the work, then I give you permission to, I always say this, this is literally the sign off of my, it's on every literature I have. It's all my branding. Right on. Be bold, be brave, and be brilliant Hmm. because there is a generation, there's a dying world that is waiting for the thing that is locked up inside of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't sit on it. What you have is for a generation. I don't care if it looks like someone else's. I don't care if it's similar to someone else's. No one can do what you do the way you do it. Yeah. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it is such a reality. We live in a generation where people feel like uh, there can only be one of one thing. Someone else has a ministry for teen mothers. I can't do that thing. Well, has that thing been burning on your heart? Yes, it has. Mm -hmm. Then that is what God has called you to do. And there is something unique about your life story, your upbringing, the way you are in this world that will bring a different spin on that thing. And it will come with a compassion that is not comparable to anyone else. So do, do the thing that God's called you to do, but be brave in it. Uh, don't fear the enemy. Don't fear mankind. Um, the Bible, I, I believe it was Isaiah. Let me get it right. But uh, the Lord said to set his face like flint, mm, like, yep. like stone. Yep. Uh, and that's, and that's the, let, that's the, um, the aversion to a people's opinions, right? Yeah. Being allergic to people's opinions. Yeah. Be bold because, um, 
there is this false thing um, about humility that in order for me to be godly, I have to be quiet and humble and I can't really talk about what God's called me for. And, oh, I'm just nobody. <laughs> we do tend to do that, don't we? We almost shrink back and it's kind of this, this false Bogus. humility. I love that. I love yeah. the permission slip to walk forward with true boldness, yeah. with this bravery God. that comes from the heart of God and, yeah. and be brilliant. Like you yeah. say. Confidence, yeah. confidence, not confidence. God. Confidence. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for that incredible commission to go and live with character in calling and with competence as God has designed you to live with. That was an inspirational word from a woman who truly is living it out in our country. Uh, make sure you join us for next time's episode. We're going to be hearing from my co-host, Vanessa, on the topic of leading without a leadership gift. She's got a lot of wisdom to share on that topic for those people who feel like they just aren't gifted in leadership, but yet God is calling them to lead and to have influence. And so we're going to be hearing from her next time. Hey, thank you very much for sharing this podcast with friends and family and people that you think would benefit from being empowered in their influence and in stepping out in courage. We so appreciate when you share this or when you comment or when you post on social media as we grow this community of women who want to be courageous and grow bold voices and whole hearts as we tell real stories. So have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence Podcast. We'd love you to share this episode to encourage a friend and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more on the Gather Women movement, visit gatherwomen.com. For free resources, circles, and events in your area, better yet, grab your girlfriends and register to join us live at the Gather Rise Conference, October 25th and 26th in Oakville, so we can meet you. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.